podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Wisdom.com Test Cricket. The end of day three here at Dubai for Specsavers, the test experts, Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket and C-Bus Super, building a future we can all be proud of. I'm Adam Collins, and next to me, as ever, I have Jeff Lemon. Next to each other, we've witnessed many Australian collapses over the journey, Jeff, and today was one of those. All 10 wickets fell for 60. Some late wickets to restore some pride, if you like, and keep themselves vaguely in the contest when it comes to possibly drawing the game on day five. But all the same, the defining moments of the game were in the middle session. I feel like it's brought us closer together in the Australian collapses we've witnessed. <laughs> That's really, it's, it's, it's the mortar. It's the glue <laughs> in our relationship. Um, it, but it, it's been the story of Australian cricket in the modern era. Basically, I've, I've been doing this gig for what, about six years, and the, the whole time it's been Australian collapses. That's what it's been about. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what the mentality is, but uh, after a big opening stand is a, is a particular danger time for Australian teams, and such was the case today. And it really was a fantastic opening partnership. For 142, a new opening pair, Usman Khawaja, Aaron Finch, the latter making 62 on debut. I had him locked for 100. I was egging him on to be the 21st Australian man to reach three figures on debut. It wasn't to be a very snazzy catch from Asad Shafiq, uh, low to his left at short mid-on. That got the ball rolling. Kawaja was the third wicket to fall. Some brilliant bowling between times, but to begin with, the opening pair, they looked good. Kawaja was probably the more disappointing of the two dismissals, out on 85, so it's a mixed response, isn't it? We're glad to see him finally make a contribution in this part of the world, but also threw away a ton, without yeah, doubt. Yeah, it, it was awkward. I mean, his, his opening, uh, the batting stats are great. He's made 145, 79, not out, and now this 85. So <laughs> his average is through the roof opening the batting. But um, it, he needed to go on, given that he'd got himself in against the spinners. I, I think it was just one of those little momentary lapses. He he played a really good sweep shot the ball before, and then he just sort of went, oh, go across the line, that's what I'd do. And the ball was shorter, so he tried to play the same shot but standing up. And uh, it ended up being a weird sort of lap shot and a top edge and, and held it at leg slip of all places. Yeah, between times, Sean Marsh was the first of four wickets for Bilal Asif on Dubu. Uh, but let's come to him in a moment. Let's uh, go to the conversation you had with Aaron Finch at Stumps, where he essentially took responsibility for all that followed later. Aaron Finch, welcome to Wisdom.com. Very tough day for you guys out there after a promising start. Yeah, it was. I thought the way that we fought back towards the end, though, was was, uh, a really good effort. Obviously not ideal to lose 10 for 60 uh, through the middle in the last session, but we fought back really well, and and obviously the game's firmly in Pakistan's favour, but we're still going to fight hard and, and... hopefully win a game of cricket still. A lot of people are very pleased to see you make your debut. You've got a lot of support back home as well and uh, to see you play so well in, in Test cricket, um, how did it feel out there making such a positive debut? Yeah, it's only halfway through at the moment, but um, oh, it was nice to, to get a few in the middle, but probably left us hanging there only getting 60. I mean, if I go on and get 140, 150 and, and Uzi does the same, then, then we're in a different situation. Uh, but not to be. Hopefully, second innings, we can um, we can put some real pressure on Pakistan and and see how we go. Looked like some clever tactics from them to dry you up with that sort of short straight mid on and mid off, and yeah. that's what eventually brought you undone. Yeah, it did, and, and they they bowled beautifully for about a forty minute period there where we we couldn't get away. Uh, they were stump to stump with very straight fields, in out fields that you just can't get away. So um, yeah, unfortunate to chip on there to, to short mid on, but. Hopefully next time either go right over the top or keep it along the carpet. 
not to be critical of your teammates, but is it a bit disappointing when you and Usman have put together a platform like that and uh, the others aren't able to go on with it? No, that's down to our, our doing. Uh, we had an opportunity to, to get in and your first 20 or 30 balls is the hardest in these conditions and, and we'd, we'd done a lot of that hard work and, and both let it slip. And when we, if, we, if we kick on, like I said, it's a different game. So um, we both take responsibility for that. That's, we, we, we let them bowl at two new batters a lot, um, which is unfortunate. You're talking about a win, but uh, maybe the draw is more an optimistic option. Um, how do you think you can find your way back into this game from here? I think if we if we bowl like we did yesterday, oh, sorry tonight, um, well and yesterday, I think we we're, were brilliant with the ball. Even though they got 480, I mean we we're, were brilliant. We stuck at our guns for a long time, and and to pick up three late ones tonight, it's obviously going to be difficult to to chase down a total or to, or to keep them out. But but that's our goal to to keep them out. And if we get in a position, who knows? And every time, every last session so far, you guys have been able to find a way back in uh, yeah. despite tough days before that. Yeah, we have, which is really positive. Um, we've we've fought hard and, and scrapped and, and hung in there on day one. Game could have slipped away, but it didn't. Uh, yesterday, the game could have slipped away in that last session, but it didn't. And today, I mean, it's, sort of, it's half slipped away, but then we, we dragged it back a little bit and, and there's still a little bit of hope there. Very tough day for you, but uh, hope things get back on track tomorrow. Get some uh, fluids into you overnight and good luck. Yeah, he's been quite harsh on himself there, Jeff. really, considering they made it 142 of the 202 runs that Australia made in their entirety. But all the same, he's right to the extent that when you set, you set, and they, they absolutely were. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily buy that argument, though. It, it, it's like a kind of politeness that the guy who's made runs doesn't want to make the others feel awkward. So, yeah, <laughs> no, no, it was my fault, fellas. It was my fault. I, no, I messed that one up. That was me. Now, you guys were fine. Um, it, it, it really wasn't that fine. I mean, it, it, he got out. The way he got out was wasn't uh, irresponsible or anything. He was playing a straight drive. He sure. was unlucky. He hit it to a guy who's four foot two, and um, <laughs> so was able to to be basically subterranean to take. And, take and the what stand. a catch! And what I mean, like just the, the the to keep your shape, to keep your form, and move so low to his left so quickly. Most would instinctively almost jump out of the way when the ball's being hit that back hard back at you. But he. Again, kept the position mm-hmm. and took the catch. We could talk about that for 10 minutes alone. I could talk about Asad Shafiq for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, what, what, a, what a player. What a, what a pocket rocket. What a man. Uh, um, but, uh, look, I mean, they did their bit, and uh, it was a good batting deck. There were no real gremlins in the pitch, uh, and they just needed the other batsmen to come out and do their jobs. And, you know, Sean Marsh came out and had a big lash, sort of a uh, big kind of cover drive at, a, at an off break, which is not the smartest thing as a left-hander if you're not sure about the turn. And it wasn't there in terms of length. He edged that to slip, and uh, and away they went. Bilal Asif started running through them. Yeah, the other two men on debut in the Australian side, Travis Head and Manus Labashane, both fell without scoring. To the other debutant, Bilal Asif, they're not to blame, though, as such. I thought Head was set up beautifully. Every right. ball that was bowled to him, he had to play at, except for the one where he got out. He, uh, he was worked over. He, 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 only was faced, worked he only faced eight balls. All of them were from Bilal Asif. Yes. Uh, and he just pinned him down and just kept nagging away at him and then gave him that bit more width. And uh, the field was set so that Head couldn't score. He couldn't get off strike. And so he was just looking to get off the mark. And what a bowler Bilal is. We, that flick of the wrist, we both spoke about it mm-hmm. on the commentary throughout the day. He gets nice and high and gives it a Maruli-style flick, as you said, on yeah. the call. He's more a wrist spinner than a finger spinner. Yeah, he's an, he's an off spinner who uses the wrist sometimes. 
somehow. It's like he's casting a fishing rod or something at, mm. at, at the point of delivery and comes sort of over the top of the ball. It almost comes out the back of his hand, mm. it, it seems. It's, I, I can't even describe it, but it, it was fascinating to watch. And there was so much bounce that he got as well as his regular turn. At age 33, it seems odd that he hasn't played a test match before. You spoke to him about, spoke to him about his, his wonderful day, his wonderful first day bowling in test cricket at Stumps. Here's what he had to say. Bilal Asif, welcome to Wisdom.com. Your test debut at the age of 33, uh, six wickets against Australia. What a day for you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, first of all, thanks to Allah who giving me this chance and uh, thanks to the management who trusts on me. So, alhamdulillah, I'm very happy. It's interesting that you make your test debut age 33. You didn't make a first-class debut until age 25 or so. You're, you're a late developer. How did you come into cricket this late? Yeah, uh, um, this is uh, very uh, difficult because uh, when you're late too late to start the cricket and early in uh, even first class cricket but uh, i'm working hard with my uh, cricket with my, my fitness and with my bowling so i'm very happy so it doesn't matter if you are late or not you've made t20 centuries you've made first class hundreds now you're taking bags of test wickets are you a batter a bowler an opener a b- where where do you sit <laughs> i'm an all-rounder <laughs> you can say because uh, Wherever the, the team needs me to me, so I'm here for team. It's been really interesting watching your bowling style. You use a lot of wrist, almost wrist spin to be an off-spin bowler. How did you develop this? Yeah, that's it, because a uh, little bit natural and a little bit of working on it. So that is, that is very, uh, I think, uh, perfect for me. I think it's very good for me. We were thinking of uh, Mutaya Muralitharan, watching your, the way your wrist moves on the yeah. ball. Uh, did you watch him bowl? Yeah, I have watched him early, and, but uh, after that, because you know, uh, the too many difficulties uh, for off-spinners. So, the, so I'm uh, pretty clear about my everything, so that's good. Yeah. And, uh, and just tell us how it feels, that six-wicket haul on your debut. Also, you dismissed two debut batsmen for Australia for Ducks. So you're on debut, they're on debut. It's not very fair, is it? <laughs> that's luck. You can say that's luck. So I'm very happy for my debut on six. Let's see, I'm not finished yet. So maybe try to make it uh, good, at, good as good. Go for a ten-wicket match? Inshallah, we'll try my best. Very beautifully bowled today. Well done. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Of course, it wasn't just Bilal. The relentless seamer, Muhammad Abbas, 4 for 29, landed it in a shoebox throughout. What a class performer. Well, Muhammad Abbas, Seabus, we like all the buses we here do on, on the Wisdom.com <laughs> podcast. Um, maybe not waiting for a bus in the 40-degree heat in Dubai, so we're going to stay on the air-conditioned train. But, uh, look, he bowled tremendously, and, and he showed how you need to go about it as a fast bowler in these conditions. It's a, a heartbreaking place to be a seamer in some ways, and many visitors have come and found that, but he showed there is a method and it can be done. It felt as though Dubai was going to be a heartbreaking place for John Holland as well, but he struck with two wickets before the close, including Azarelli, which ended the day. Uh, both he and Nathan Lyon had catches under the lid from those two debutantes, Travis Head and Marnus Labashain, who'd been out for Ducks earlier in the day. So three for 45 or 45 for three isn't the worst position on paper for Australia to be in at this stage. But of course, we know they're carrying a, a 280 run deficit into the second inning. So uh, unfortunately, no matter what they bowl out Pakistan for tomorrow, it'll almost be irrelevant. Well, it, it's already irrelevant. I think, you know, they could bowl them out for 20 tomorrow and <laughs> they, it, it'll still probably be beyond them the, the way they've batted here. But uh, I guess the main thing is they want to be batting uh, earlier if, if they can, because conditions are only going to get worse on day five. But, but, but that's if they were going to have any sort of faint hope of trying to win. I don't think that can happen. In a way, if they're going to try to draw the game, they almost want Pakistan to bat for as long as possible. True. They just want to cut the scoring down um, and, and keep them out 
at the crease for as long as they can. Yeah, and also making Pakistan bowl on a fifth day. I think there's something to be said for that. In a short series, having to get the bowling stocks or get the bowling uh, group from Pakistan to have to warm up and go through the entire process one last time, only four days between test matches. That'll be something they're considering. So it's what positives Australia can draw from here, initially with the ball and whether they can bat for potentially four or five sessions to pull off a miraculous draw is what it'll like, most likely be, or, or at least, if not that, um, you know, show a lot more than they did today in that middle session. Yeah, even if they don't get the draw, they need to convince themselves that they can actually bat for a decent period of time mm. uh, so that they can reset for the second test and see if they can square up the series if they go down here. Looking forward to the call tomorrow on Wisdom.com, brought to you by Specsavers, the test experts, Proatar, the new coaching app that connects you with the biggest names in cricket, and Seabus Super, building a future we can all be proud of. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon signing off from Dubai. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Podcast Network.